reading from shrimad bhagavatam canto 10 chapter number 8 verse number 4 so we read that sri gargacharya was asked by sri vasudev to go and perform the name giving ceremony for his two sons krishna and balram so sri gargacharya came to braj early morning so that nobody sees him because he knew that if he comes or comes to know then he will guess it because as he will say later on that he is well known as the purohit or priest of the yadavas so why is he going to do purohiti work for the cowherd people this will be the doubt so therefore he left early morning in the brahmamuhurta before the sun rises so no one saw him coming and he arrived that's why nanda maharaj was doing his puja that's what he saw that he was busy in worshiping anarcha dhoksha jadhiya so he gave him seat make him sit down and then he respected him so now he says mahadavichalanam nrunam gruhinam dinachetasam nisreyasaya bhagavan kalpate nanitha kochit he said that <coughs> oh venerable sage the journey or movement or arrival of saintly people like you mahadvicharanam happens only for the welfare of human beings and on that also house holders grihinam and those who are dinachetasam who are lowly otherwise there is no need for them move around they have no reason for that so that means you have come here to my house and this is my great fortune so i am happy and i want to know what i can do for you so purnasya tava kim karvama in the sloka number 3 he says brahman purnasya karvama kim so he is actually commenting on that <coughs> commenting on the last part of the third sloka that you are purna you are complete so what i can do for you so this can have two meanings that you are complete therefore there is nothing i can do for you so that's the first one he says apitu na kemapi kartum arhame tiyarte so meaning is that there is nothing that i can do for you because you are purna kim shabdasya prashnarthatvat purnasya tava kim apekshitam vartate so the word kim it 
refers to a question because kim can also mean that there is nothing I can do and it can also kim karvame what can I do it can be used both ways so therefore now he is utilizing in that purnasya tav kim apekshitam vartate that you are purna and since you have come here so there must be something which you want and I want to know that tat bruhi vayam karvame tiyarthava so please tell that and I will do that so this purnasya karvame kim can be used as a question or as a statement so first the meaning is that there is nothing that I can do for you so I have no responsibility but that does not sound very great so therefore he rejects that meaning and then he says that although you are Purna but still since you have come what can I do for you in that sense Adya mama tvad grihagmanasya vayarthyam So if you take the first meaning why the first meaning is rejected that if you take the first meaning that you are complete and there is nothing I can do for you so then natural question comes then why have you come to my house <coughs> so if you have come here there must be some purpose behind it and therefore that meaning is not appropriate. Dutiya Purnatva Saiti Chet Maivam Uvihatrapi Uvihyam Navyartha. But if we take the second meaning that you are Purna, but since you have come, so please tell me what I can do. So therefore, it is not useless to ask this. Pratyut Abhinandaniyatvat. Param Sarthakattva. Rather, you are worthy of my respect and therefore there is something to do. Kripa Parvashyat. So then, then the Purnatva will become waste. If I have something to do for you, then what will happen to your Purnatva? Your being complete, fulfilled, that will become futile. So therefore he explains that in this particular sloka. That yes, you are Purna, but you come for Nishraya Sahaya. So, Kripa Parvashyat. So, out of your grace Itya Sanat Kumara Vamanadinam Parampuna Namapi Prithu Bali Prabhati Nam Grihagmanasya Drishtatvatya. So just as Kumaras are also complete, fulfilled, they don't have any desire for anything. But they went to the kingdom of King Prithu, in the fourth canto we read that they appeared in the kingdom of King Prithu and then they gave him nice instructions. 
Similarly, Vaman Dev is also Paripurna, but he went to Bali Maharaj to beg for the sake of Indra. So sometimes those who are Paripurna, they can also have some need and that is for the sake of others. So Kumaraj also went to grace Prithu Maharaj. And similarly, Bali also went, uh, Vamandev went to Bali Maharaj for the sake of Indra, not for himself. For himself, he has to stand as a gatekeeper now for Bali. Because Bali surrendered to him. So therefore, he says, Kripa Parvashyat, that it is only out of grace that they do this. So, Mahatam Swashrama Swashrama Danyatra Vichalanam Grihinam Nishresaya Parama Mangalaya Kalpate Samartham Bhavati Tadeva Tesham Apekshitam Api Tirtha. So, those who are Mahat, the great people, perfected people, they move out of their ashram only to bless the Grihastas, Grihinam. So it is for their supreme auspiciousness, Paramangala. And Kalpate Samartham Bhavati. So Kalpate here means that they are capable of that. Kripudhatu Samarthi. So they are capable of giving their blessings, therefore they do that. So there is Sutra Kripur Rola. The real Kripi becomes law and becomes Kalpate. Otherwise, it should be Karpate. So, Tadeva Tesham Apekshitam. So, this is their Apeksha. This is their need or requirement. Means they do it for others' sake and not for themselves. Nirnamiti. So, now there are three words which are used here Nirnam. Grihinam Dina Chetasam. So if by saying Nirnam that was enough, what was the purpose of saying Grihinam? That they could go to bless human beings. So therefore there must be something behind this word. So it says Nirnam Grihishuapi Madhya Nirnam Eva Natu Devadina. So first Nirnam that they come to give blessings to human beings and not to the devas. Evam nishupya madhya grihinam eva natu brahmchari adinam and among human beings also they come to bless the grihasthas, not the brahmcharis. <laughs> because there has to be some balance, you know. <laughs> and evam, so evam nishu api madhe grihinam eva netu brahmchari adinam tatrapi dinam trinadapi durbhagam 
Manyam Cheto Yeshamiti. So Dina Chetasam. So not to all Grihasthas, all householders, but those who are humble, who consider themselves as lowly. Trinadapi Durbhaka. Consider themselves as lower than a blade of grass or piece of straw. So that grihasthas are not too many. And that's why these days math don't come because such grihasthas are not to be found. Who is the grihastha who thinks that trinadapi durbhagam mannim chetayesha? So this is the reason. So Nanda Maharaj was like that. Teshuva mahat kripa adhikya sambhavat. So the grace of mahat, great people, is possible only on such people. Because if your pot is upside down, then you cannot get anything. Even if somebody will give you something, it will fall down. So nobody is so foolish that he wants to give you milk when your pot, you are holding it upside down. So more one is proud, more the pot tilts. The head goes up, means the pot is turning upside down. That's why if you have to put your head down to keep the pot straight. So that is what he says, Dina Chetasam. So Natu Uttam Manya Kathora Vakra Chetasam. So the meaning is that those who consider themselves as superior, that we are great, we are powerful, we are rich, Kosti Sadrishomaya, right? Who is like me? And Yagya, Bhogi, what is that? Yakshe, Dakshami, Modeshe. I will do Yagya, I will give charity, I will enjoy. So those who think like that, they cannot get the grace. Because it is same. If you want something, you have to put your pot down. If you keep your pot on the seventh heaven, pot means the head, then you cannot get it. So therefore, natu uttam manya or kathora vakra chetasam or those whose hearts are hard they also cannot get. Or those whose hearts are bent. Vakra, not Sarala. So, you have to be Sarala, like Arjuna. Arjuna means straight. Yes. Interesting, uh, why is he saying Durbhagya Manyam, uh, being Trinath should be Sobhagya? So why is he using Durbhagya Manyam? Have you ever met anybody who thinks that he is so low and he is fortunate? <laughs> Tell me one person like that. <laughs> People think they are fortunate when they are great. Somebody who does not have anything, 
who is weak they say oh, i'm so unfortunate so but i was thinking that uh, if one is humble then it is a swabhagya man you think like this but people don't think like that dina means lowly so dina chetasam so those people who are low and who think we are low they think we are unfortunate because everybody is trying to become big isn't it anybody is trying to go low or everybody is trying to go up they are trying to go up even by stepping on others heads so therefore durbhagam manya and babaji what is the reason that brahmacharis are excluded because they are supposed to be more humble is it that they don't need this mercy because they are already they already have the fortune <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> brahmachari means those who are studying the vedas who are following principles so what are you going to tell them they are already on the right track brahmachari here means in the real brahmachari who is studying shastra who is under the care of guru so what does he need because they are they are already under someone some guru brahmachari are not independently brahmachari but grihasthas are living in family life and they are the one who are carrying the burden of the whole society so they need blessing सुनंद महाराज ही स्पीक्स फर्दर ज्योतिषमायनम साक्षात यज्ञानमतीन्द्रिय प्रणीत भवता ये नुमान्वेद परावर सो इस दैट द नॉलेज ऑफ ज्योतिष इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट सो ज्योतिषम ज्योतिषाम आयनम साक्षात यू आर एक्चुअली like the seat of jyotish like the knower of jyotish shastra and by that sakshat yatas gyanam atindriyam that knowledge which cannot be known from our senses can be known through jyotish right because what will happen tomorrow day after tomorrow after 5 years this you cannot see with your senses or what i was in my past life i cannot know that but jyotish can tell that so therefore jyotish can give you atindriya gyan knowledge which is beyond sense perception and pranitam bhavata yena pumana veda paravar and you are the propagator of that knowledge so therefore by that puman veda paravaram by this jyotisha person can know things of this material this life or future life or past life para anavara both can be known
so therefore you are very important so gargacharya is a famous jyotishacharya he is known for that so balakadvayam dvaya naam karana artham prarthana bijam sutraha so this is called introduction when you have to say something then you have to first make an introduction to that so he wants to ask him to do the name giving ceremony therefore first he is telling that you are a great jyotishacharya because name giving ceremony is performed by someone who knows jyotish because he has to take the time of birth place of birth then he has to see the position of the nakshatras grahas then calculate then tell what is the lagna and then accordingly he will suggest the name because name is given according to the lagna all the varnas sanskrit they are divided into 12 categories right so then depending on what is your lagna then you can have name only beginning with that letter just like in the naam prakaranam what is important is the last letter and here what is important is the first letter so therefore then in india the name what is important what is in the first letter what is the first letter of the name that is according to the lagna so that's what is making the proposal introducing him talking about jyotish and then coming to his main request so that's why it says balaka dvaya naam karnartham prarthana bijam sutra ma is making the sutra 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 also means suchaka suchnat sutram this is also one definition of sutra sutra is that which is an indicator in hindi also sometimes they say ha mere ko iska sutra mil gaya some problem is there something is lost some theft is there find right? iska kuch sutra mila means some indication so sutra is also used in that because sutra also means thread so means some small thing thin from that you can develop so that's how it is used here the word sutra that he is now giving the sutra or indication which is the seed for his request and the request will be to give names to his two sons two boys so jyotisham ग्रहादीनाम आयनम ज्ञापक ज्योतिषशास्त्र यदियतंद्रिय ज्ञानम भवत सो ज्योतिष हियर रेफर्स टू द ग्रहाज सो ज्योतिष एक्चुअली मीन्स ल्यूमिनरी लाइट सो विच विच 
gives knowledge about that ayanam means gyapakam suchakam indicator which informs so that is the jyotish shastra jyotish shastram so yad yataha atindriyam jnanam bhavet and that jyotish shastra gives us knowledge which we cannot have through our senses by our direct perception because something which has happened in the past you cannot perceive that something which will happen in future you cannot perceive that our pre- our prataksha is only in the present time the senses give knowledge external senses only of what is now you cannot smell something which was here 2 hours ago or yesterday you cannot see something what was here yesterday in this room you can only see what is there now you can only smell what is the smell now you can only touch hear the sound what was spoken here 10 minutes ago you cannot hear that so anything in the past or what will happen in future what kind of talk will happen here in this room you cannot hear that now so therefore he says that jyotish shastra that gives you the atindriya jnana tad bhavata jnayate iti kim vaktav and you know that jyotish shastram so what can be said about it this is well known fact i don't have to say it tvaya pranitam kritam because you are the propagator you are the author of that shastra yena anyopi puman paramuttar kala bhavi vastu aparam purva kala bhutam vastu veda janati so you have made a shastra that by which even other people can know not only that you know but others with the help of your book they can know what will happen in future or what will ha- what has happened in the past tena vardhakye mama jatasya putrasya janma lagnadikam vicharya hastpadadi lakshanam cha drishtva bhadra bhadradikam kathaniyam iti bhava so therefore i have two sons in my old age and you please deliberate on their birth lagna so which graha is appearing in which nakshatra so that is the lagna and also you can see the marks on their hand and feet so that is called samudrika shastra so the jyotish shastra and there is a samudik shastra which also includes palmistry so samudrik shastra also talks about it's called physiognomy seeing the marks on the forehead the shape of your eyes and nose and all this so that also predicts tells about a person and then the marks on the hands and feet some people just study the thumb and they can tell so all this is part of samudrika so this lines on the hand are supposed to be the natural horoscope this is by birth you are born with it 
so if someone knows how to read it they don't need to make it in jyotish shastra you have to make the horoscope first and then predict in palmistry the horoscope is already made you have to just interpret it so here 50% of the job is already done by bemata on the shashti so therefore please tell about bhadra and abhadra what is good in their life what all nice things will happen and what all problems will come so that's what everybody wants to know from jyotish or palmistry tvam hi brahma vidam shrestha samskaran kartum arhasi balior anior nirunam janmana brahmano guru so tvam hi brahma vidam shrestha if you want some something to be done by somebody you have to give little nice words right so one of this pyakam narochate who is that who does not like praise everybody feels happy to hear the praise it is very uplifting right <laughs> your head goes up start floating into the air so praise means you get a raise <laughs> so in praise there is a hidden raise so he is therefore praising him tum hi brahm vidam shrestha you are the shrestha i means you are the best of those who know veda brahman hi brahm hi means the veda means you are the best vedagya best scholar of the vedas and therefore samskaran kartum arhasi therefore you are most capable qualified to do the samskaras name giving nams namakarana samskar because to do samskara you have to have knowledge of the vedic mantras and the process how it has to be performed so balior anior nirnam janmana brahmana guru so you perform this ceremony for these two children and if he says well this your purohit should do this i'm not your purohit so he says nirnam janmana brahmana guru that among the human beings brahmana is by birth a guru so you are brahman therefore you are guru so then in vraj there is a saying that सबका गुरु सन्यासी सन्यासी इज एवरीबडी इज गुरु और उसका गुरु अविनाशी 
Sanyasi's guru is Avinasi, that is Krishna. And his guru is Brajvasi. <laughs> this is the saying in Braj. So Savika Guru Sanyasi, Sanyasi ka Guru Avinasi, Avinasi ka Guru Brajvasi. <laughs> so Brajvasi is everybody's guru. <laughs> So he says that Nanam Janmana Brahmana Guru, that you are the Guru for every human being from very birth. Kinchayetadrish Mahanubhavasya Pitava Madgrihagmanam Man Nishrayasai Eva Tachamam Nishrayasam Ahikam Parlokikamcha. So, moreover, a great person like you. You have appeared in my house, therefore certainly it is for my good. And my good is not just material but also spiritual, both, both ahika and parlokika. Your appearance at my house is bringing me welfare both here and also in my next life. So this is the best. So how is that? Tatra ahikam nishrayasam adhyanispadhyam ekam tvacharneshu nivedyami kripyashrinuitya So how is that you say that my appearance here is good both for this life and next life? So he says out of that first I am offering you how your appearance is good for me in this life. Ahika. Ahika means what is good here in this life? Parlokika is what is good after death in the other world, Parloka. So that is what I am offering you. Please listen to me. Na kevalam jyotirvidameva tvam shreshthayiti bhava. So first he said that you are, you are very expert in jyotis. Gargachari said that's all. So now he says, no, no, you are also the best among the knower of the Vedas. Because Jyotis is just one Vedanga. It is not even a Veda. It is only one of the six Vedangas. So then he says, no, that's, that is your speciality, but you are the best. Brahma Vedam Shrestha. So you are the best. Tene ubhaya gun yukta tvatvameva Damajya mantra vichya kartum So therefore you have both knowledge. You know the Vedas and you also know the Vedanga, especially Jyotish. So therefore you are the best Devagya. Devagya is a word used for astrologer. In Sanskrit astrologer is called Daimajya. Means one who knows your fate. Daiva means fate. Nya means knower, the knower of the fate. And you are, you know the Brahma Vedas, therefore you also know the mantras. So not only you are knower of Daiva, you also know the mantras, therefore you are perfect. You can cast the horoscope and predict and you can also do the ceremony. Because there are some who only know the astrology but they cannot do the ritual, the ceremony. They are not good at that. There are some who can do the ritual, 
but they cannot cast horoscope because these are two different fields. In one you have to just know Vedic mantras, in another you have to know the astrology. So he says that you are both expert in both. So therefore you are both expert. You are the most qualified. <coughs> now if he says that Nanu Tadguruna Karaniyam Karaniyam iti chetatrahinanam. So then Gargacharya may say, well, why are you asking me to do? That should be done by your Guru. The Purohit is also called Guru. We don't say just the word Purohit, but they are Guru, like Shukracharya is Guru, Vapasuraj Priyaspati is Guru, Vasishtha is Guru. Guru here is all, means Purohit. So, he says, well, you are being a Brahman, you are Guru also. Not guru of Yadavas, but your guru of all human beings. So don't limit yourself only to Yadavas. You can also do for me. So when Sri Gargacharya heard this, then he speaks as follows Sri Garga Uvacha. I have a question about this Jarmana Brahmana Guru. Yes. Is it they are excluded in terms of the 16 sanskaras and they are already guru by nature or by potentiality they are guru? How is it? Because who is going to do this? You know, in, in grammar there is a sutra. It says that tatkaroti tad vedva. Hmm. Hmm. What is it? Tatkaroti Vedva. Is it Karoti? Yeah, Tatkaroti Vedva. I think that is the Sutra. So it means that if you study grammar, then also you are called grammarian. Not only that you know grammar, you are grammarian. According to Sanskrit grammar, if you are studying engineering, you are already called engineer. And once you complete your education, then also you are called engineer. So, Tatkaroti Vedava means you are studying that, and then, or you have completed it. Because this is this is called like something which is going to happen. You already call that person. We buy that name, basically that is that is the Nyaya. Just like someone was minister. Now the minister maybe for five years maximum, sometimes they are removed before that. Then for rest of life people call him minister. So somebody just like somebody who has been in the past is being called now like that. So like some person may have lived on milk for one month, right? So then for rest of his life they call him Dudhadhari Baba, as if he is living on milk. So like Swami Karpatri. So Karpatri means, Kara means hand and this is the Patra. For some time he was bagging food. And he will take food only on his palm and whatever came there, he ate that. 
But then for the rest of his life he was known as Karpatri Maharaj. He was not doing it at that time. But that became his name. So just as something you do in the past and then for the rest of your life people call you that. If you are a musician you may not be playing now or if you are an engineer and you may be retired people still call you engineer. So in the same way now you apply it for future. That somebody is going to do it. So Brahman is the one who is going to be the guru. So therefore he says Janmana Brahmana Guru. He is the raw material. <coughs> but Guru here refers to from the Purohita then. Yeah, yeah. So Guru in terms of the Adhyatmic Guru one who is teaching us. Maybe Adhyatmic, but here of course, yes, you are right, it refers to Purohita only. Because that's what he wants him to do. Do the samskara. So the word also has meaning according to the context. But people will now quote this if they want to say Brahman is always Guru. Then they will quote. So this is called what they call cherry picking. Seems from the context that he he wants to conduce him to do something for him. So how literally can we take this, and how much Confused? is it? No, uh, conduce. Conduce. Like this. Induce. Yeah, to inspire. I mean to inspire him to to do it exactly. Yeah. Create some atambhavana. Well, the thing is that this statement comes later on. Krishna also tells this. I think it is in the story of Nirga. And then he tells to his sons, Janmanavanam Brahmanaguru. But somewhere Krishna says, I don't know if it is in that place or elsewhere, but similar statement is made by Krishna also. But anyway, Guru also means somebody who is to be respected. Guru always does not mean spiritual master or something like that. Guru means that he is respectable, he should be respected. That is one meaning. You know the word Gaurava. So Gaurava comes from Guru. So Guru means one who has Gaurava, who has honor. So Guru therefore means any honorable person is called Guru. So that's also meaning, just like here we saw that he was calling him as Bhagwan. Right? You see in the, in the sloka, sloka number four, if you see, Nishresai Bhagwan Kalpate Nanyathakochet. So here Bhagwan, which is the invocatory case of Bhagwan, Bhagavat, so he is not Bhagwan. Gravacharya is not, Krishna is called Bhagavan and he is also called Bhagavan here. Are they equal? No. So Bhagavan here simply means some very honorable person. That's all. It does not mean God here. So, so many places Narada is called Bhagavan, some other sage is called Bhagavan. So there when the word Bhagavan is used like that, then it simply means somebody who is very respectable, means 
he is respected like Bhagavan. So this is the Gauna Artha, secondary sense. This is not in its primary sense. But this is what we have to be careful because many times people they cite slokas and then people never bother to see in which context it is spoken. So if you remove something from one context and try to fit it in another context, then that is improper. If you cite the sloka in the same sense in which it has been cited, then it is proper. But if it is being cited in some one sense and you take it and apply another sense, that is misuse. And people do that quite often. And this is what you see all the time, these so-called scholars, Indologists, leftists, all the time they are quoting from Manusmriti, from Mahabharata, from here, there. And Hindus don't study anything. They don't even have the books in their home. They have not seen them. So when somebody quotes, like this Dr. Jakir Naik, one Muslim fellow, he is all the time quoting Vedas and this and that, and people hear this, oh, he is quoting Vedas, that's all, this is enough. Now he doesn't know that he is quoting it wrongly, and that's not what the sloka means. But nobody thinks, oh, it is written in the Vedas like this, oh my God. Then they lose faith, then they get carried away by that. So this is misuse of quoting Shastra. Any other question? So Sri Garga said, Yadunamaham Acharya Khyatascha Bhuvisarvada Sutam Maya Samskritam Te Manyate Devaki Sutam So he said, look, everyone knows that I am the Acharya of the Yaduj. Yadunamaham Acharya I am the Acharya, the teacher, the Purohit, the Guru of the Yaduj, the Yadavas. And Khyatascha Bhuvisarvada. And it is well known all over the land. Bhuvi again, Bhuvi means earth. Now here earth does not mean just the whole earth planet. Means in this area everybody knows me. Doesn't mean that people knew him in China. Purohit of Yadavas. But this is how words have to be translated in context. So everyone knows me. So sutam maya samskritam te manyate devki sutam. So now if I do samskara for your son, then what will happen? Then people think, will think that he is Vasudev's son. Hmm? Because the prediction was made that Devaki has eighth child and he is going to kill Kamsa and now that the girl came and now Gargacharya is coming here to do the samskar at Nanda's place. Nanda in his old age got a son. How is that in old age he gave, got a son? He says this is all 
Satrap by Vasudev. Nanda never had any child. And suddenly in old age he is getting a son. And then Gargacharya is going and doing some scar for that son. So what does it mean? So there is some gadbada. So that's what he is saying. You see, Gargacharya also smart fellow. So he says that well, you should consider this fact. He wants to do the sanskar because he knows that how fortunate I am that I am getting the opportunity to do, give name to Krishna who gives name to everybody. Who is the source of all name and form. I will be giving name to him. This is my good fortune. But at the same time, he doesn't want that there is some trouble which comes. So, Nanda Maharaj is older than Yeah. So, that's why he's saying. Swayam bibhyat ati utsahinam nandam cha kanshad bhishyamana suguptam eva etat kariyetiti abhiprayane pratyachakshana eva ahayadunamiti. So Gargacharya had a fear about Kamsa coming to know about it. And he, he saw that Nanda Maharaj is very enthusiastic for this ceremony. So that means he is going to do a big festival. There will be music, dance, feast, and everybody will come to know about it. So he says this will create problem. So Nandamcha Kansa Bhishyamana. Therefore, he thought of scaring Nanda Maharaj from Kamsa. So it is with this intention. He is saying that so that this ceremony should be done in a secret manner. Sugupta meva etat kariya ityabhiprayana. With the intention to tell him that look, don't call all these music people and make a big scene here. So do it secretly. So in that sense, as if he is refuting his statement, means no, no, I don't want to do it. It's not that he doesn't want to do it. So therefore he says, As if he is not accepting the proposal of Nanda Maharaj. But his intention is not that he would not do it. His intention is that it should not be made a public festival. It should be just done in a secret manner with a loki. So this is Niti that we have to know what we should advertise, what we should keep secret, what should be told, what should not be told, not that everybody has to know about everything. And then you have to face problem. So that's why he's saying that if I do this, then Kamsa will come to know about it. And then we both will be in trouble. Tavyadutve api Kshatriyatva bhavat na yadutva khyate. He says, although you are also yadu, because he is also coming in the yadu line, 
But the thing is that you are not known as Kshatriya. You are known as Vashya. So therefore, no one is going to think that I am your Purohit also. I am Purohit of Yaduj and I know that you are also Yadava. But you are not known as Kshatriya. So I am known as Purohit of Yadavas who are Kshatriyas. And not Yadavas who are Vashyas. So I am to Yadu Purohit Atvene Khyata Matkrityam Idam Na Guptam Sthasyati Iti Bhava. So I am well known as the priest of the Yadavas and if I do this ceremony then it will become well known to people and this will call, cause some trouble. So therefore he will speak later on that this should be performed in secret manner. That is his intention. So I'll stop here. Any question on this? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. A fundamental question and confusion. So this does Nanda know that Vasudev had a son named Krishna who was transported to his home, or does he not know this? No, he does not know this. He thinks Krishna is his son. He does not know. Okay. No. It is only Vasudev who knows this. And that's why he wants that ceremony of his son should be done. So Vasudev thinks Krishna is his son. And Nanda Maharaj thinks that Krishna is his son. And Krishna is very happy. He says, that's good. If two people think, then both will take care of me. <laughs> What's my problem? If I go to Mathura, I have a house there. If I come to Raj, I have a house here. So, other than Vasudev, Devaki, and Gurgaman, nobody really knows that. Mm-hmm. Devaki actually gave birth to a son, even Nanda Baba thinks that Devaki gave birth to a daughter. Isn't it? Yes. Is that right? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the warnings that Vasudev gave him in, when he went to Mathura, that the warning of Gaurav Kuniya is given now, that they will think that this is not your son because I am Gaurav's son, but Gaurav's brother. So then he can ask for whose son is it then? He didn't ask for his. Yeah, because he's saying that, look, I am the Acharya of Yadavas. If I do the ceremony for your son, then they will think that this is Devaki's son. Mistake, they will mistakenly think like this. He's telling like that. You know. Because Kamsa, he was, you see, Kamsa was told that he will be killed by eighth son of Devaki. But then it happens to be a girl. So he is still confused. Because that girl said that one who is going to kill you is already born. So he, now he may be thinking that he is born to somebody else or he may now start thinking, what is this? Maybe this Vasudev has done some trick, you know. So Nanda Baba knows this, that the son is destined to kill him and that comes as looking for the eighth son, Nanda Baba knows Yeah, this. because they already knew that he, they are going around and killing children. Right. Okay, 
Now it all makes sense. But he knows this, and Nandava doesn't know where the son is either. Yes. But it should not happen that Kamsa thinks it's his son. Okay, now it's all clear. Right. Thank you. Babaji, um, so it, it was actually uh, Vasudev who sent Nagamuni so, uh, so, so does Nanda think that he sent him just to do him some favor or do, did he also call him or how does that? Yeah, because his, he has another son who is known to everybody. Balram is there. So that is known that Balram is Vasudev's son. So he is thinking that he is sending him to do ceremony for Balram. And he will also do for Krishna. Mm -hmm. okay. yeah. Because Balram is only eight days senior to him. Anything else? He said that one who is going to kill you has, has already taken birth. Ah, no, I mean uh, during the marriage, not... Um, not yeah, this girl said that one who is going to kill you has already taken birth. Yes. Somewhere else. That's what she said. So then now he, he was confused that what is this? The voice earlier said that Devaki's eighth son will be born and now Devaki's girl is born and so this was not very clear what is going on. But is it therefore that Kamsa never considered Baladam to be a threat for him? No, no, it was supposed to be Devaki's son. Okay. Yeah, that's that's why, yeah, because he's Rohini's son, exactly. So that's what she said. Kim maya hatiya manda jataha khalu tavantakrit yatru kweva purva shatru mahim sikripnanvita. Said, of fools, what will you attain by killing me? Because your enemy from past life and your destroyer has taken birth elsewhere. So therefore don't unnecessarily 
give trouble to Vasudevan Devaki. That's what she said. So she was not clear. What does it So he, that's when he, when he heard this, then he was very surprised to hear this. Tayabhita Makarne Kamsa Param Vishmita Devakim Vasudevan. He was very surprised. He says, what is this? 